Yo, Rabbi Sai, so this week is Parshas Dvarim. And Parshas Dvarim is always read, always read uh, before the Shabbos before Tisha B'Av. So it must be that it includes uh, messages that uh, are relevant to the Indian of Golus and Geula. You know, Parshas Dvarim and the entire Chumash Dvarim were said by Moshe Rabbeinu uh, as they were going to enter Eretz Yisrael uh, from Rishchoi de Shvat until uh, Zion Other. So in the end of the uh, 40 years that they spent in the Midbar, so we're talking about a Parsha, which is a preparation for the Knisa into Eretz Yisrael, and the Avelos of the Chorben during this time period every year is about removing the Seba for Chorben and Golos and preparing ourselves for the Geula. So uh, it's obvious that Parshas Dvorim is uh, Shaykh to this time period. So the Pasuk, the, the Parsha begins with Eloi HaDvorim, Asher Dibir Moshe. Rashi says, Rashi says, Eloi HaDvorim, Asher Dibir Moshe. This is Divrei Toichei Chois. It's a uh, Musa rebuke. He's he's being meichiach them uh, about the sins that they were choyte in the midbar from the beginning of the journey. I mean, the the already al hayam that they were um, frightened and they panicked, and then the they're complaining about food and about water and the meisa with the korach and the meisa with the meraglim. So all these things happened a long time ago. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu giving them the Musa now? So Rashi in the first Pasuk in the parasha says one Mahalach, but later we have a Pasuk in the Pasuk Gimel and Dalit. It says, it says, Vayihi ba'arboim shonam, ba'ashtei osar choydish, the 11th month, ba'echot lachoydish, on the first day of the choydish, ashroydish shvat, diber Moshe al-Bnei Yisrael, goymet, achrei hakoysin, hakoysoi, es sichoim, so the Pasik emphasizes that Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to the Yidin So Rashi says Omar Moshe if I'll give them Musa before they enter the edge of the land, which is the Eretz Sichon Void, Yoimru Maloze Olenu. What does he have over us? Why should we even listen to him? Mahetiv Lonu. What did he do for us? Enoi Bo Ela Lekanter. Not sure how to translate the word Lekanter. Enoi Bo Ela Lekanter Velimtsoi Ilo. He's looking for an excuse. He doesn't have the ability to bring us into Yisrael. And uh, that's why he's giving us Musa somehow. He's trying to cover up for his own failure and trying to give us the impression that we're not going into Yisrael because we're not uh, worthy of going into Yisrael because of our sins. But really, it's because he's not capable. Really, because he's not capable. And l'fichoch himtin at shehipil sichoin v'oig l'fneihem. Therefore, he waited until he 
conquered the land of Sichem Boik, so they became convinced that he is able. And so therefore he could give them Musa. Now Rashi is really saying two points. One is that if he would give them Musa before he showed them how much he cares for them and how much he's willing to do for them. And it's interesting that during the 40 years they didn't become convinced yet, but this is somehow more convincing. And therefore now is the appropriate time for giving them Musa. And also because conquering Eretz Sichem Va'oik convinced them that he is able to bring them into Eretz Yisrael, and therefore he's not trying to cover up for his inabilities. I want to suggest another uh, knech. You know, in the end of the parasha, it says, Kirak oig melech haboshon nishar mi yeser horifoim. Only Oig Melchaboshin was left over from the rest of the giants. Hine Arsoi Eres Barzel. His bed is an iron bed. Haloihi Berabas Bene Amoin. It's in the city of Rabba in Amoin. And it's Sha Tesha Amois Orko. It's nine Amois long. Va'arba Amois Rogbo. It's four amas wide, but amas ish. So the 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 the, the Torah is is giving us a this description of 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 oig melachaboshon's bed, in order that we should understand the the dimensions, the proportions of of how huge oig melachaboshon was. So a meter that's nine amas, it's let's say sixteen feet long, and four amas. Why? Obviously, is a very a big meter, but the Torah is the Amas Ish. What does that mean? It's Amas Ish. We're not talk, talking about a regular Amma, but Amas Ish. So, what is that? The Targum says the Amas Melech. Not clear. How do we know what Amas Melech is? But what Rashi says is even less clear because Rashi says the Amas Oig that this is Oig's Amma. So, since we don't know. Oig size, we don't know the size of Amas Oig, and therefore telling us that the bed was Teisha Amois Orkov Arba Amois Rochbo really is not so informative. The Ramban adds that Arsoi Eres Barzel is be- why do you have an iron bed? Because he wouldn't, uh, he, if he would be on a wooden bed, the bed would break. Also telling us how huge he was. The Rashbam says Arsoi. Eres Barzel. The Rashbam says Arsa is not a bed. Arsa is a crib. It's an Arisa. And as a baby, he already required an Eres Barzel that was Teisha Amois Orko and Arba Amois Rochbo. So Oik was a giant, no question. So how is it, Taka, that Moshe uh, overcame uh, Oig Melechabosho? How did that happen? So you know, the, there's a Mishnah, Masech des Brochus, in the beginning of the ninth parak, where the Mishnah says, Haroye mokoim shenasu boy nisim li Yisroel, oimer baruch shoosan nisim la avoyseinu, ba mokoim hazeh. So there's a bracha to make when you see a mokoim shenasu boy nisim la avoyseinu. The Gemara brings a brisa that spells out uh, and give in detail where those mekaymas are, and one of the things is 
that if you see the Evan Shebikesh Lizroik Oig Melech Aboshen Al Yisrael, if you see the rock that Oig Melech Aboshen wanted to throw on Klal Yisrael, you make a bracha. So the Gemara says, Evan Shebikesh Oig Melech Aboshen Lizroik Al Yisrael, Gemara Gemirilo. We have a Kabbalah, what this is about. Omar, Oig said, Machne Yisrael Kamahavi, how big is the Machne Yisrael? Klosa Parsi, it was three Parsa by three Parsa. Anyway, that's quite, uh, uh, I mean, listen, it, it held uh, 600,000 B'nai Eshim Shon of Amayla, plus the women and the children. So Klosa Parsi, obviously, is quite a big Shetach. So anyway, how how big is the Machne Yisrael Klosa Parsi? Ezel v'i'eke turo bas Klosa Parsi. I will go and uproot a mountain that's Three parses in, in size, the Ishdi Alaihu, and I'll throw the mountain on them, the Iktilinu, and I'll kill them. Ozal, he went, Okar Turibasklosa Parsi, he uprooted a mountain that was three parses, the Icy Al Rasha, and he carried it on his head, the Icy Kutchibrihu, came the Rabbinishulam, the Icy Kutchibrihu Ali Kamsi, the Rabbinishulam brought on the mountain ants. V'nokvua, and the ants made holes in the mountain. V'nochiz b'tzavore, so the mountain came down on his neck. Have a boy for he tried to get it off. Mashchishine l'hai gisa, l'hai gisa, his teeth pulled to this side and to that side. V'loi matzi l'mishlofah, he couldn't get the the mountain, the rock, off his neck. V'hainu d'ksif, shine rishoyim shibarato. And then the Gemara says, Moshe kamahave. How tall was Moshe? Eser Amos. Moshe was ten Amos tall. Shokil Narge Bas Eser Amin. He took a uh, an axe that was ten Amos in length. Vishovar Eser Amin, and he jumped ten Amos. So he's now uh, thirty Amos up. Umachye Bekarsule, and he hit Oig's heel. Bekatle, and he killed him. So, in the end of the story, it turns out that all that was necessary is that Moshe Rabbeinu should take something that was 10 Amas uh, in, in, in length, and he should jump 10 Amas, and he and he knocked his heel, and he killed him. So why did we need the whole uh, nest with a mountain? Yeah, so what's the whole story of the mountain? The mountain that Amos was, was so huge that only Oi could move it. Nobody could move that mountain. Nobody could overcome that mountain. And nobody could overcome Oik. But it's Dafke, the tiny ant, the Namola, not in spite of the fact that it's so small, but because it's so small, could get into the cracks and could eat into the rock and could bring about that the rock falls on Oik's neck. So, in other words, in order to win, you don't need to overpower. You need to outmaneuver. And in order to do that, you don't need to have power. You don't need to have size. What you need is to recognize your unique qualities and know how to use them. Sometimes, Dafka, the disadvantage is your advantage. Dafka, because you're small, 
you're capable of doing something that if you'd be bigger, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do it. So when you're standing up against a giant like Oig, first of all, the most important thing is not to panic, not to be overwhelmed. When Moshe Rabbeinu saw what the Nemolo did, he had the courage to also utilize his smallness. I mean, if he'd be much taller, Oig would notice him, and he would, and he would not be able to stand up against him. Moshe Rabbeinu Taka only ten amas, but but he could take a Niagara of ten amas and he could jump ten amas and he could hit him in the heel. So this happens. So I think this is the message of this story that the Nemola could undo a mountain of Gimel Parse, and Moshe Rabbeinu could overcome Oig Melech who so many times uh, bigger than him. And this happens at the end of the 40 years, and this is the Hachana to the Knesset and Teretz Yisrael. Why were they stuck in the Midbar for 40 years? You know, it's Mephorish and Parsha Shlach, that this was because of the Chet HaMeragli. What was the Chet HaMeragli? V'shom ro'inu es ha-nefilin, b'nei anok min ha-nefilin. They saw the giants. V'nehi ve'eneinu kechagovin, we were in our eyes like grasshoppers. Rashi says, Nephilim is anokim mibnei sham chazoi v'azoel shenoflum and ha-shamayim b'yimei enosh. That's the Nephilim in Parshish, the end of Parshish Bereshis. So they saw giants and they felt like midgets. They felt like chagovim. V'chein ho-yinu b'yineim, Rashi says, shamanim, shamanum oimrim, we heard them say, there are ants in the vineyards that have a look of people. So, and Oig was part of this Chabura, you know, because Rashi says in Parshish Lech Lecho, on the Pasuk, Vayovoi HaPolit, Zokt Rashi, Ze Oig, Shepolat, Midor HaMabu, Vizehu Miyeser HaRefoim, Rashi quotes the Pasuk in Parshish Dvorim, Miyeser HaRefoim, Rak Oig Nishar, me yeser horrifying. Shenemar hanefilim hoyuboris. So Rashi now brings the pasuk of hanefilim hoyuboris and Pashis beratius that was by Dor Enosh. So oig ishayich to these nefilim of Pashis beratius, and he is polat min hamabul, and therefore he's me yeser horrifying. And 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 now they have to deal with this giant. This giant. Now, the being in the Midbar for 40 years wasn't just an Oynish. It's interesting that the Rambam in the Moran of Vuchim in Chele Gimel, Chele Gimel, Perik Lamed Beis, the Rambam is really talking about Taimei HaMitzvahs, but he, he gets into this following conversation. Um, he says that it says in the Torah, he says that sometimes there's, he says like this. It says in the Torah, V'loinochom Eloikim derech eretz plishtim, ki korevu. And v'yasei v'loikim esaom derech hamid v'yamsuf. U'kemoi sheheisei v'ashem oisa menaderech ha-yishoro asher hoisa mechuvenes t'chilo b'pnei yiras ma sheloi hoyu yecholim l'sovloi l'fiyateva. Because they're v'yish lo'elim saw that they wouldn't be able to handle Alpia Teva. 
their nature wouldn't allow them to be able to deal with pen with Bera'oisa Milchama, and it'll bring about a Yinachem Ha'am. So therefore, he took them El Derech Acheres, Ad Shetagia HaKavona Horishoina, that will, the Hashem will only carry out the Kavona Rishoina to bring them into Eretz Yisrael by taking them in a roundabout way because he knew that they couldn't handle the, the, the regular way. And, and so also in mitzvahs, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes takes us in a roundabout way. And he says like this, it's not beteva adam that he should be raised as a slave working bechoimer ubelavenim v'hadoy melohem. He should just wash off his hands. And he should have the the courage to go up and fight against giants. It's not possible. Cain ain betivoy sheyigdal alminim rabim in haavoyde sumaisim murgolin. Therefore, a person mentally and and spiritually can't move fast. He says, "Ukemoisha hoyo michachmes Hashem lahosev oisam b'midbar at sheyilmedu gvura." Just like it was michachmes Hashem to take them for a long. Journey in the midbar, so that they should be yilmedu gvura. They should learn. They should become strong. Kemoisha noida, as it's known, shahalicha b'midbar umiot hanoas haguf merechitze v'kayoitze b'hem yoylidu hagvura. That makes people strong. V'hafochom yoylidu rachleiv. If somebody is raised and he's spoiled and he and he doesn't have to face adversity, he becomes a rachleiv. And so that was a tayelis of, of, of leading Klal Yisrael in the middle of 40 years. A new generation was born that was not accustomed to shiflus and avdus in Mitzrayim. And this, he says that that uh, that's why Hashem did it, and he and he goes on to say, even though Hashem does a lot of miracles, he says miracles to change nature, Hashem does, but not to change the nature of man. He says that that bnei Odom lo Hashem klal al sad he says, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would want to change the nature of men, he wouldn't have to send the Vim and Chachamim, I mean, to, 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 to talk to them and to try to convince them. He would just turn the switch. Teretz is that, no, Hashem wants, we should serve Him with our nature, and therefore Hashem took us in the Midbar and, and allowed us to become what we became through spending all this time in the Midbar and allowed a new generation to grow up that didn't experience Avdus. The Rambam says this in the context of explaining why the, his shita in Avodis HaKorbonis, that, that uh, Avodis HaKorbonis is really to take us out of Avodis Zorah. And, and he couldn't, and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew that our Teva wouldn't be able to be soival dropping 
the whole Indian of ritual slaughtering, and therefore he gave us the ability to channel it in the form of Avoidus Akarbonus, that's Kiyodua the Shitas Arambam in the Moranavuchim. And this is in this context, he talks about the fact that Hashem doesn't change the nature of man and he works with the nature of man. So, you know, it's interesting that the Rambam Bakhlal doesn't mention that it's Mufurish and the Pasik that the being 40 years in the Midbar and the fact that the Dara Midbar didn't enter enter its stroll and it was the new generation, that this is a consequence of the Khaitamaraglan. The Rambam doesn't even mention it. But the Pshad is that the Khaitamaraglan really displayed the fact that we're not up to it yet. And so in other words, really, we by 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 listening to the Miraglam, by the Miraglam talking what saying what they said, and by Claudius uh, listening to the Miraglam, we showed that we're really not up to it yet. And therefore, and therefore, the spending the 40 years in the midbar is not Staman Oinish. The spending 40 years in the Midbar is in order that we should build up the strength of character, that we should be able to enter Eretz Yisrael and get into a war with the Lamed Aleph Malachim. So what happens is that at the end of the 40 years, we once again stumble upon the Yelidei Ha'anok. The Yelidei Ha'anok. Now there's only Oig left, but but Moshe Rabbeinu has to deal with Oig. And we're taught the lesson that you don't have to be as big as Oig. You might be Chagovim. You might be like Rashi says on Chagovim that it really means Nemolim. You might be the size of an ant. But an ant could, could bite into the mountain. Some, some, something bigger than an ant can't do that. So there are things that you can do Dafka because of who you are. And you don't have to be something else. Don't compare your power to his power, but it's not a, because it's not about power. It's about, it's about strength, not about power. And it's about outmaneuvering and not about overpowering. And therefore, and therefore, uh, they are now able to enter Eretz Yisrael. So, you know, Musa, in the wrong time could be a Samamovis. It could be a Musr of putting down. It could be counterproductive. So it's only Achrei HaKoysoi as Sichoi Melech HaMori and Oig Melech HaBoshon when Klal Yisrael is already aware of their abilities. Now is the time to give them a Teichecha, a Teichecha that lifts them up, a Teichecha that says, realize how great you are and what you can, the, the heights that you can reach and how much you can accomplish and uh, do tshuva on all those chatoim that actually were a consequence of your feeling inadequate and feeling unworthy and feeling incapable. That's the techecha that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them now as they are about to enter Eretz Yisrael. And you know, the golus that we're in is also a consequence of the chet Raglam, says in Chazal Mafurish, Tishabov is connected with the Chet HaMeraglim, which means that really this is something that we need to work on throughout the Golos, 
the Golis is referred to in the, by the Nevi'im as Midbar Ha'amim, compared to the Midbar in which we were for 40 years. And this is all to develop, to develop our resilience and to develop our strength that we should understand our greatness. And um, as we see, Bamas, you know, the survival of Klal Yisrael throughout the Golis is Bamas, a moifes chaitech on how great we can be. And, uh, and, and, and that's to do more and not that we should feel down and therefore uh, become convinced that we could do less. But Adirabe, it's about doing more. And David says, we should be zoiche, sheyibone, beis ha-migdosh, mehera biyomeinu, v'sein chalkeinu, b'soy rosecha. Rabo Yisai, agut n'shabes.